This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audio sidekick to the Bigger Pockets blog. I'm your host, Tyler. And think about it this way each of these episodes is like one short chapter from a giant audiobook written by the world's best and brightest real estate investors. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9 to 5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Investors, don't be caught unprepared. Here's why disaster insurance is essential. By Dave Van Horn. Fires and floods and earthquakes and landslides. Oh my! Show how unpredictable Mother Nature can be. Recent natural disasters have caused real estate investors to stop and think about what protections they have in place for their properties. This includes insurance, of course. But it's about much more than that. What is disaster insurance? Disaster insurance or catastrophe insurance protects real estate properties against natural disasters and sometimes human-made events, such as rioting, terrorism, or explosions. While these disasters are rare, their damage can cost a significant amount, which is why homeowners and property investors should cover themselves just in case. How does natural disaster insurance work? You might be wondering why you need catastrophe insurance if you already have homeowners insurance. <laughs> catastrophe insurance covers what homeowners insurance doesn't. Homeowners policies cover only named perils. If a natural disaster causes damage to your property, but your homeowner's insurance doesn't explicitly name that type of disaster or damage, then the costs are not covered. Often, even an all-perils policy won't cover some disasters. Typically, these insurance policies leave out damage due to earthquakes, mudslides, pollution, or other human-made disasters. What types of disaster insurance are available? Disaster insurance varies from policy to policy and insurance company to insurance company. 
so be sure to know the specifics of what you're looking for. Some insurance covers the damages done by different natural disasters and human-made events. Other insurance is specialized, such as those that cover only floods from hurricanes or damage from tornadoes. It's not unusual to have to purchase separate insurance for flood, volcano, or earthquake coverage. Flood insurance is the most popular and is often required by lenders if the property is vulnerable to flooding. Other types of disaster insurance might be necessary depending on the locational risks, such as earthquake coverage in California. However, with flood and other types of insurance, there are caveats to the coverage you should be aware of. Know whether your policy covers your property or your personal belongings, or both. Understand what kinds of damage will be covered by the policy. Inquire about the initial waiting period before coverage begins. Flood insurance typically has a 30-day waiting period. Thinking beyond insurance. Other ways to protect your property. Due diligence. The first step is a bit obvious, but when you're purchasing a property, it's important to assess your risk of possible property damage. It's not a bad idea to get a comprehensive loss underwriting exchange, CLUE, report that shows a claims history of the home you're interested in buying. These reports show if previous claims will impact your insurance rate because your insurance rates are based partly on the property's history. Part of your due diligence should include assessing whether a property is in a floodplain. Lenders require flood insurance when financing properties in areas known to be vulnerable to flooding. But did you know that most properties flooded in Houston, Texas by Hurricane Irma were not in flood zones? And so they had no flood insurance. That said, it's a good idea to start with FEMA's flood zone maps. Apart from floods, ask yourself whether the particular geography of where you're buying has extra risk. Is it in an area with a history of earthquakes, tornadoes, or wildfires? Even if so, that doesn't make it a deal breaker, as investors in earthquake-prone California are well aware. However, these are risk factors you should consider. Another question is to look at the trees on the property to make sure they will not fall. Consider also how the property's construction increases or decreases weather-related risks. Is the living space elevated? Are the property's heating and cooling systems on the ground floor or placed higher? Were the hurricane straps used? Are the materials fire-resistant? These are all the types of concerns to consider investigating. Homeowners insurance and reserves. In most states, landlords are not permitted to insure the contents of their properties. Instead, this responsibility falls on the tenants and is often required as part of the lease terms. For the real estate investor, this leaves them responsible for homeowner's insurance and possibly flood insurance. If you live in a hurricane-prone area, your homeowner's policy may cover damage caused by hurricane winds, but not the damage caused from flooding. Hurricane coverage typically requires a higher deductible than the deductibles for other types of damage. Earthquake insurance is also known for having high deductibles. That said, all policies are not created equal and there is no one-size-fits-all insurance policy. Lee Rogers, the president of Real Protect, suggests asking your insurance agent these key questions. Number one, what is your deductible? Does it apply per property or occurrence? Number two, what perils are covered? Many policies offer broad or basic coverage. The perils limit what types of losses are covered. 
Under a special or all-risk form, you are covered unless it is specifically excluded. Please note that floods and earthquakes are typical exclusions. Number three, will you receive payment based on replacement cost or actual cash value? If you have a replacement cost, there is no depreciation withheld when you settle your loss. Number four, do you have a coinsurance clause? If you're not sure how coinsurance works in a property insurance policy, it's important to find out. Number five, what amount of coverage do you have in place? Is the amount of coverage you have in place adequate to repair or rebuild? Number six, what's your loss of rental income coverage? Many investors also suffer a loss of income in the event of a claim. Do you have sufficient loss of rental income coverage in place if you have a covered insurance loss? Most insurers will cover you for up to 12 months of lost rental income while your dwelling is repaired or replaced. Note that flood damage is typically excluded in a homeowner's policy, so does it make sense to pay for flood insurance, especially if you own the property free and clear and aren't required to have it? Not necessarily. As we mentioned before, you need to assess your property's risk and the likelihood of the event happening. Proactive maintenance. If you decide to buy property despite weather-related risks, or if you have properties now that you want to better protect against natural disasters, you can take steps to reduce the likelihood of damage to the property through proper maintenance as well as using newer construction methods. For example, after Hurricane Sandy swept through the east coast of the United States a few years ago, many residents rebuilt their properties using different methods. Many raised their homes several feet and made the first floor either a basement or a garage. Maybe it makes sense to move utilities such as the hot water tank or the HVAC unit to the first or second floor from the basement. There are also newer construction methods that can help prevent roof damage in high winds. Proper maintenance practices that could help prevent damage include winterizing vacant properties, updating smoke detectors, and performing routine inspections. That's a wrap on today's episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. If you're enjoying the show, can I ask for a favor? Please leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It takes a few seconds, and your feedback really helps us out. Thank you. Oh, really? And we'll see you again soon.